0: Welcome to the Walk the Talk on Sustainability podcast, our sustainlite podcast where we cover um, all aspects basically of, of sustainability and how to deal with them. We have clients of us in podcasts, we have consultants of us in podcasts, and um, as said, we're trying to cover as much as possible of the sustainability landscape. My name is Nick de Ruiter, I'm partner at Sustainalize, and we're here live from the Utrecht office. As you might remember, we had a podcast on the bird's eye view on the EU taxonomy and the EU Green Deal. Just, just to inform you on what will be coming your way when it comes to the Green Deal. Today we have a sequel on it. So we have, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's the the, uh, the Vincent van Gogh or maybe the Lionel Messi of, of EU Taxonomy, who will be guiding us through um, uh, all new aspects and what has changed in the meantime. His name is Cédric Baudard. Um, he is uh, working at our Belgian office. Uh, and uh, which is close to Brussels, where obviously uh, lots is happening when it comes to the EU. And he will guide us through most of the changes we've seen in the EU taxonomy. Welcome, Cedric.
1: Thank you. Welcome as well to you, Nick. Uh, it's
0: happy to be here, to be interviewed by you as well. Good to hear. That's a good to hear, Cedric. We had a um, uh, podcast on the EU taxonomy uh, mm. a while ago. Um, Lots has changed, I guess, in the meantime. Could you maybe guide us through things that have changed in the meantime? What what has happened? Well, since the last time you had a podcast, I think uh, the EU actually
1: um, made some delegated acts, I think three uh, since then. Yeah. So what has changed is basically everything about the EU taxonomy because the timeline has completely shifted. Now the EU taxonomy has been divided into two parts, you could say. One is an eligibility part, which is due for this reporting year, 2021. And there is an alignment part, which is due for the next reporting
0: year, 2022. Um, Well, hold on, hold on, because I think that's important. So if I hear correctly, uh, the timelines have actually changed then, because it used to be taxonomy alignment over 2021, but now I hear you saying eligibility. Yes. So what does that actually mean, this actual change? Well, The difference between
1: eligibility and alignment is that eligibility basically means which of your activities are eligible for the EU taxonomy for which the information burden is much lower Mm. than actual alignment because alignment also refers to the technical screening criteria and the do no significant harm criteria and other criteria that you have to actually meet for your activity to be aligned to the taxonomy. So eligibility is just to put simply go through the list of activities, Mm
0: -hmm. look whether your activity is in the list, and then the activity is eligible. So eligibility might translate into, to what extent you're exposed then to the EU taxonomy. Yes, exactly. To what extent you find your activities in the EU taxonomy as well. Also important to note is that you have to, yeah, uh, disclose your eligibility,
1: but Mm -hmm. also your non-eligibility. So Uh you have to disclose how much of your activities is eligible but also how much how much of your activities are not eligible
0: so that's goes both that's important. ways yeah both ways yeah. and that's over 2021 already so we expect companies that fall under this specific EU taxonomy will need to report eligibility over 2021 right that is what we think right now but this is
1: hot off the press uh, two days ago the EU uh, decided that they would um, extend their scrutiny period mm-hmm. with the EU Parliament and the EU Council to ratify the actual uh, Delegated Acts with two months, which puts the date at the 8th of December. And if they don't agree then, they need 20 days to implement the law. So if they don't agree then, then the law will not be ratified by 2022, which means the entire Delegated Act, all the three uh, Delegated Acts, might actually not come into place in 2022. So this might change the whole timeline, but as of now, we're still expecting the EU to get al- everyone to get along and everything just proceeds as was promised. So I hear you. So let's, let's, uh, let's, for now, hope, let's just hope assume for that. <laughs> that everything stays the way it is and 2020, for financial year 2021 is eligibility, financial year 2022 is alignment.
0: Check. And again, climate change mitigation and adaptation—still the, yes, the, the topics only that the, the first two of the six environmental objectives. Check. All right, clear. So you said uh, climate change mitigation, adaptation for now, but I believe there are four other topics as well, which are part of taxonomy. W- w- which are those, and, and when can we expect updates or or, or, yeah. or alignment? So you will f- of these.
1: Uh, so the other four topics are briefly. Uh, protection of water and marine uh, resources, uh, biodiversity and ecosystem protection, pollution and waste, and road to circularity. Yeah, yeah. And for these, um, the EU Platform on Sustainable Finance has already published a draft mm-hmm. on which activities will be included. And this draft is then also the draft for the future delegated tech acts on this. And we uh, can expect these to be ratified by the European Council and Parliament by spring 2022 and these will come into place or will yeah will be implemented by the first of january 2023 Mm -hmm. which means that for 2023 so financial year 2023 Mm -hmm. you will have to uh, report on these on both eligibility and alignment from the start because as as you mentioned uh, for for now it's only climate change and uh, climate change mitigation and adaptation but Climate change mitigation and adaptation eligibility is for t- financial year 2021, alignment for 2022. So there's a difference there,
0: yep. but for the other four environmental objectives, it's all at it's once, all at once. Check, check. And if, if because climate change mitigation adaptation, yes, will impact most of our clients, of course. Some of our clients uh, have less CO2 intensive activities, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, for instance, are active in packaging or construction or what have you. Uh, can they have a look into these other four topics already? Is there something they can see? And are the technical screen, screen criteria already uh, I think uh, open, yeah. out in the open?
1: It's valuable for a company, if they want to be well-prepared, to already have a look at these other four environmental objectives. But they have to be aware of the fact that at this point in time, they're not final yet. But I think... Although this is just my opinion, that 85 percent of this of this draft version will stay the same, but it's dangerous for a company to actually already start compiling the data they need for the technical screening criteria mentioned in that draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good. So when uh, so disclosure of obviously is very important. Eligibility alignment. Um, is there any way? Uh, this data or this information need to be verified or externally assured or of some sorts or uh yes Uh, and this is where the link or the uh,
1: the wheels of the eu action plan on sustainable finance come into motion because this is where the EU taxonomy and the csrd the corporate sustainability reporting directive actually link up Mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know the corporate sustainability reporting directive is a new directive which will come into place at the end of 2022 on uh non-financial um yeah which is actually the follow-up of the non-financial reporting directive which basically mandates what you have to disclose on your non-financial information and two years no max three years after this law comes into place Mm -hmm. uh, external assurance on your non-financial data is obligated will be mandated um so yeah uh, this also means the data from the eu taxonomy you will have to externally verify the data or the the proportion of your activities that is aligned and eligible for taxonomy will have to be verified by yep. an assurer.
0: yeah limited assurance at first right and limited at first and then growing but into But yeah.
1: r- rumor has it that within a short period
0: of time mm-hmm. reasonable assurance will also be implemented uh, required yeah required yeah, yeah. So the, I know the NFRD basically is seeking um, transparency, so you need to report things in mm-hmm. your annual report. The CSRD, do they expect also, of course, to be transparent, but also that you uh, adopt certain targets or that you show certain performance, or is it just transparency?
1: Yeah, uh, CSRD uh, will mandate you to report on, on a few uh, on. A few things, just to name the most important ones. I yeah. think the uh, alignment to the Paris Agreement, one yeah. and a half degrees, is a very important one. Yeah. Double materiality, which uh, for the people who are uh, aware of the concept of materiality, know this is we the we good. We covered p- it in another podcast.
0: So this voila. This th- is th- if they Listen to the series, they know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm from I'm from another country, so uh, oh, there there's go, a delay yeah. on the podcast getting there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, double materiality. What else? Uh, board has to be 50-50 uh I think that that sort of
0: encapsulates the the most important ones but the eFrac is working on it yeah that's also good to mention I saw this also in some publications the EFrac basically is the working group working on this right yeah Am I correct yeah yeah they they have the efrac actually consists
1: of I think six working groups each oh, yeah. working on different topics there's one on climate change one on the actual methodology of mm. non-financial reporting and then four other
0: working groups, maybe even five. I'm not quite sure, yeah. but a lot of people are working on it. And I've seen that they also communicate on the timelines, right? So when to expect yes. new things. Um, and new uh, guidance is coming October, 2022, am I correct? I the so. reporting requirements, so
1: the things yeah. we mentioned earlier about Paris Agreement and uh, uh, coming. they are foreseen for October, 2022. Yes, and they will then be ratified.
0: Shortly thereafter, yeah, because of yeah. As it goes, yeah. Cool, but but maybe to to wrap up because we do short podcasts, but also to keep people entertained. And uh, if they want to know more, of course, they can reach out to us, uh, to yourself and and, and my perhaps uh, myself perhaps. Just two two additional uh, or l- last questions, maybe to to um, to go over. Um, do you um, are there any unclarities at, at this point in time when it comes to um, uh, the European Commission and and, and and the two taxonomy? Are things <laughs> unclear, or are there maybe in the fridge still and that need to be decided upon? Well, frankly, there are more unclarities than there are certainties
1: concerning the EU taxonomy. Everything changes all the time as well. Yeah. But w- some important uh, questions that still remain for me is first of all, how far do you have to go mm-hmm. in terms of um, identifying your activities and, and the example we uh, have encountered is let's say you have company A manufacturing product A and they do the packaging and the transport of their products mm-hmm. and they, imp- they include this in the EU taxonomy and in their eligibility check and alignment but another company company B manufactures the exact same product mm-hmm. but outsources the, pr- uh, the transport and the packaging what happens? Yeah. What activity do they also have to include this, even though they're outsourcing it? Yeah. Or what happens? Yeah, that's that's something so that scoping, remains unclear. Depth and scoping, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and another one is mm-hmm. also the gran- granularity of mm-hmm. your activities. What if an activity that you you, you sell a chair, mm-hmm. this you make revenue with this. So yeah. basically, this falls under taxonomy. Yeah. But you are a billion dollar company. Yeah. Do you have to include the selling of that chair? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fair point so uh, if I understand it correctly no real no real detailed guidance as of yet is on on that part okay check check nope. uh, then then I hear and no but 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 maybe you can confirm that some topics are still uh, we know the technical screening here but not necessarily in this eligibility analysis and or um, uh, alignment which I think is food agri, hydro nuclear is that, is that correct
1: yeah. Yeah, wait. Excuse me. Uh, (laughs) Nuclear energy. Cedric also speaks
0: Dutch. He's he's a multilingual talent. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) full
1: full full-blown polyglot. (laughs) Uh, So nuclear, gas, um, agro, and forestry. Uh, Those four. And those. And actually, nuclear and gas are the reason that the EU has now asked to postpone or extend Mm -hmm. the scrutiny period because. They can't get along. Yeah, the yeah. lobby is doing its work and it's taking time. Yeah, yeah. But those four are, ex- are expected, th- though, for the end of this year. So in, uh, in December, we should know
0: whether... We know more yeah we'll know more ah, all right good 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 to know and because that's that's what i'm telling customers let's see if i'm not, not lying but um uh, they can look up the technical screening criteria for instance when it comes to growing of non-perennial gro- crops or other te- activities uh, food they agrib-
1: can look them up the growing of non-perennial crops is a special one because that one is not included in climate change adaptation or mitigation ah. but they can look at the draft for the foreign envir- environmental objectives the other other four yeah but yeah Clients can look it up if they have their NACE codes, which is very important Uh, to have. If you have those, you're doing very well. Uh, You can look them up yourself, but still, uh, it's it's quite a difficult, difficult, it's difficult material to work with. So I suggest that you shouldn't just do it
0: for fun. You should do a it with a purpose we, we think it's fun maybe we at think it's th- fun Yeah. At some point after <laughs>
1: after two months I think it's fun <laughs> but uh the first two months were not not that fun a no, uh, lot of a looking up lot stuff of information
0: right all right Cedric well I think uh I think this again was very helpful and and I fully agree it's 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 kind of difficult to keep track on all the changes and and, and deadlines that that Definitely. either are missed or postponed or or what have you and and also to understand exposure. Um I think if I correctly if I hear you correctly, and that's also what we're obviously are, are doing at the moment, eligibility now is something to look into anyhow. Maybe also Definitely. even if you're in the top. Even uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because also with CSRD, even yeah. if you're so the scope for taxonomy is mm-hmm. if you fall under the NFRD currently. Yeah. But the NFRD the scope of it will be incredibly increased from yeah. like ten thousand to fifty thousand European companies yeah. in two years so chances are likely that your company will also be in scope so even if you're not under the nfrd now it's it's worthwhile looking into this eligibility the eligibility of your activities it might even make you money because investors will look at this in the future
0: that's the idea of the of the green deal at the end exactly yeah yeah cool Thanks, Cedric. Um, very helpful, and hopefully, listeners, you've um, picked up a few things as well to to start working on. Um, I want to thank you, Cedric, for joining and, and 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 giving all this information. I want to thank you, thank listeners, Thank you for the invitation. For, sorry? Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, no worries at all. No worries <laughs> at all. If we want experts, we call you, Cedric. That's it. Right. that's how it goes. Let's go. Um, and I want to thank you, listeners, as well. For again listening in um and, and again please stay tuned so there are many more in this series again on double materiality and taxonomy, were already t- recorded but new ones will come up as well on strategy we have the national sustainability, sustainability congress we'll do a podcast on that as well uh, one of our clients will talk on on impact um, and impact of plastics and calculations we've made with them so again uh, please stay tuned and we'll hope to speak and listen again thank you